You're listening to the Personal Development Through Martial Arts podcast, the podcast where the world's highest personal development experts and martial arts masters come together to empower and inspire you to become your strongest self and live the life that you truly want. Join host Bogdan Rosho, author, public speaker, and the founder of the first personal development through martial arts school in the world in the podcast where you become the hero. We're here with uh, my friend Jean-Paul Pagalos, who I had the pleasure and uh, honor to meet in the UPW event. And Jean-Paul is doing an amazing, amazing job for coaches and uh, business people who are starting out and uh, want to get more clients. But he's going to tell us uh, more about what he does. Jean-Paul, please say hello. And for the people who don't know you, Hey guys, how are you? Nice to be here. Awesome. This is our second interview together, right? Yeah, actually, yeah. Uh, I had a lot of fun uh, in the first one. That was over, what, a year and a half ago? I think More. so, oh. yeah. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. And, and guys, don't ask me about that one because that was like for exclu- exclusive for our members area. There's a, there's a plug for... <laughs> hmm. Awesome. Jean-Paul, tell us a bit more about what you do right now and what changes um, you've experienced like uh, <laughs> since, we, since we first met each other. Okay. Right now, I'm a full-time, full-time coach. Uh, I do business coaching. Mm-hmm. I do also consulting jobs, you know, when, when, when people want more than coaching. Mm-hmm. And they actually mm-hmm. want me to, to help them uh, make changes and improve uh, results in their company regarding their sales, their marketing strategy anything anything regarding to that to, to growing your business I have I have them with that and also I'm, I'm launching in in Spanish this is just in, just in Spanish uh, this program it's a mentoring program it's an online program mm-hmm. where where I help coaches that are starting out to get new clients and it's it's a trend that, that I've seen especially in the Spanish market, this is in Spain and South America, Latin America. Right. Uh, coaching is, is starting to, to boom. Everybody wants to become a coach. And they love the, the methodology of coaching and the process of coaching. But they don't understand that coaching is a business. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If, if, if you want to, to, to get clients and you want to start uh, charging for your services, yeah, you're a coach. Okay, we, we got that. But you're also a business owner. Yeah, and this 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 is a concept that in, in the Spanish market basically it, they they don't get it. Mm-hmm. Most of them don't get it, you know. So that that's where I I saw a, a good opportunity to come come in and help them out and 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 distinguish the difference, you know. Say, listen, okay, you're a coach, but you're also a business owner, so you have to treat your coaching mm-hmm, business mm-hmm. as a real business. Yeah, and th- this concept is new to them, you know. And some people, <clears throat> uh, some people are have a bit of a backlash, not too much, but some people are saying, listen, uh, coaching is an art and it's just to help people out. It's not a business. Right. Okay, perfect. If you just want to help people out, that's totally fine with me. It's no problem. But if you want to get clients and earn your income through coaching, you have to learn how to run a business. Mm-hmm. So I started this this program to, to teach them. Yeah, something that's uh, definitely worth mentioning is the fact that you didn't just like wake up one morning and said, you know what, I'm going to teach 
marketing or I'm going to teach uh, coaches to run a business, right? You were first, a, you are first a business owner and then you decided to yes. dive deeper into uh, the personal development space and actually um, yeah, the, help people in that sense. The, the, the main difference I see, I see a lot of people that turn to coaching because they're actually, uh, they had a job. Mm-hmm. They were doing something they, they didn't like, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. they had no, no growth, no contribution. It's like, oh, I'm no, going no. to be a life coach. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to get a coach. Wow, I love this. And I want to become a coach because mm-hmm. I, I, I want the freedom and everything. My, my story is, is total opposite. When I started, uh, I, st- I, I went out of college. I finished college. This was back in 2003. Mm-hmm. And uh, I got a job for six months. And after six months, I said, listen, this, this is not for me. I want to be my own boss. And, and, and I went straight into entrepreneurship. Yeah. So six months out of college, I started my own first business. And uh, to be honest, back then, I think uh, I thought I knew a lot of stuff. I didn't know <laughs> zero, you know. So I had to learn. And the, the biggest thing that I, I found out, the, the, thing, the difference that was going to make or break my success was marketing. Mm-hmm. How to market and, and, and sales. Sales, yeah. yeah. But especially how to get known and, and get people to trust me. So I became obsessed with how, how, how to earn people trust. And especially for me back then, mm-hmm. I had a real estate uh, agency. I was a real estate broker back then. Uh, I was 23 years old in Spain. I'm over six foot eight, got red hair. <laughs> and uh, my clients were all short Spanish people, you know, that uh, looked, up, uh, looked up to me like this. Yeah. So I wasn't very. What is that? I'm sorry. What is that in meters? Because I, I have no idea. I have no two reference four. for feet. How much? I'm very tall. Two zero four. Two meters. Wow. Yeah. So my, my average customer was like one sixty five, one seventy. I'll I'll never forget when I walked into that apartment. So um, we were up. You know, we met each other for the UPW event, and we shared an apartment. It was uh, us, right? Uh, Vitali, Chris. Chris. Um, and burnt, burnt, right? The coolest dudes ever. Right? We became really good friends after that. But I'll never remember, I opened the door to the apartment, right? So I look around the apartment and say, okay, it's, it's cool. And then out comes Jean-Paul from his room. Like, whoa, like one of those slow motion uh, moments, right? Whoa, he's just, he, w- he wouldn't stop coming, you know, like, it's like, oh my God, this guy's so big. <laughs> I think that's yeah, like well, one, well, one of the first things that I said, right? You, you went to an event and there was no pressure and we just met as regular friends. Imagine that feeling when I'm trying to do business with you. You know, I'm trying to, 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 to get you uh, to, to buy you a house or anything. Yeah. It was really hard. Yeah. And I figured, wow, in order for me to, to, to be successful here, I really need to know my marketing. I really need to know how to build trust and I really know how to sell. But so that's it, how my was it like because people couldn't relate to you or felt that they couldn't relate or was it some exactly. some of your was it your belief that oh my god I'm so tall these people will not gonna really relate to me and uh, you know how am I going to connect I, with I, I them? Think it's a combination of, of both, you know. Mm-hmm. But people people like uh, being friends with with like-minded people and mm-hmm. people like doing mm-hmm. business with people they can relate to and that's that's about creating rapport mm-hmm. and and you know just a. Uh, being people like to do things with people that are like them mm-hmm. generally you know mm-hmm. people say okay yeah opposites you know and everything but generally that's 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 how it works so so i just didn't fit in mm-hmm. their idea of just a real estate broker you right. know they were just expecting a spanish guy and um i don't look spanish at all you know so so it's just a 
I had to, to find other ways to build trust. Mm. And that's that's the, the key thing. So I, I, I read books, I went to courses, I tried things out, and it went really well. You know, I was really happy with the results I was getting. And it came uh, to a point that marketing was just something I understood, and it's mm -hmm. very natural. Mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. and it's something that it's, it's inside me. You know, it's, uh, it's not something that I have to read a textbook and say, well, okay, you can do this. It's, you know, I just see a, a business. I see what they do. And automatically, I can say, okay, listen, this is what you need what, to do and everything. You, you know? What did you do differently? Like, what were the things, the other things that you did to build more trust? Okay, but back then, uh, re really simple. People did not use any, we're talking about 2003 in Spain with a, mm -hmm. with a boom. You sold houses super fast, super easily. I gave, I gave reports, you know, so every time that I wanted to get a, a house for sale, I did this report, I measured the house, I cre created the floor plans for the owner, mm -hmm, I did mm -hmm, an inspection mm -hmm. of how the gas installation was, the electricity and the plumbing installation was. Uh, I presented that to clients and I told the owner, listen, with this report, uh, your house will be more trustworthy in the market, you know, because I've mm -hmm. done the work. Mm -hmm, so, mm -hmm. so the owner, the 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 house owners, the homeowners love this. They're like, "Wow, this guy is really like taking care of making sure that my house is going to be sold." And with with the clients, also they saw that I had a lot of information about the house. Mm -hmm. I prove it, you know, and that built trust. So, think many many other things, you know, uh, many other things. But you know, that's just an example. Yeah. So you basically over delivered in uh, in something that mattered to them. Hmm. Yes, it, it's. It, Business is about just giving value, mm -hmm. and then you just get paid for the value that you offer. So obviously, uh, a basic rule of thumb is you always have to over deliver. You know, yes. if if, uh, if a if a client has this expectation, you're going to give this value. If you double, triple, even quadruple that value, they're going to be blown away, and they're going to talk about you. They're going to tell their friends. Mm -hmm, that's mm -hmm. it's basic common sense. Yeah, yeah. It makes me think of this uh, this story. I think it was in, I read it in the Magic of Thinking Big. You know, that's, that's like the first ever um, personal development book that I um, that I read. Um, so this guy was trying to sell some land, right? So he didn't really get any any buyers or any people interested. And what this real estate agent did was very similar to uh, your um, to your project, right? He drew up the potential house or like a potential ranch that you could build there. And um, he wasn't selling a piece of land anymore. He was selling a business or a dream to people. Yeah. And of course, people were became super interested in, um, in bought. Um, guys, I, as a side note, you know, whether what I've discovered, you know, after years of hitting my head against the wall, um, trying to build rapport and relationship, uh, trying to be agreeable and being nice and stuff like that, um, the, one of the best ways to build connection and report with people and for people to trust you is for you to honestly express what you're thinking, right? And, um, we were discussing it in the interview, the previous interview with, uh, Mario Tomic. Um, it's very useful when you feel that your product or the house is not a good fit for the client to tell them that and to be upfront about it and why you think it wouldn't really be a good fit, right? Or your product or your service, why it's not a good fit. Maybe it's too expensive for them, right? Maybe uh, they're too advanced for your product and just be super, super honest about it because you're not there just to sell something. You're there to make people's lives a bit better, 
right? And that goes for everything. Like if you don't agree with something, just say it in a polite way. You know, I don't agree with with that because it's my opinion, right? And people will build, will have more trust in you because you're a real person. This what you're saying. Uh, I, I related to being authentic and authenticity. Yes. And and it's it's if I had to say one thing. Uh, a good quality to, to develop and, and uh, something to work on if you're into personal development is to, to develop your authenticity and to not be afraid to be yourself. Mm. Well, and that's a lot of people don't know who they are. Okay, yeah, that, that's that, that's one thing. But uh, a lot of people don't know who they are, okay, but they have some idea of who they are, you know. So the, 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 the thing is that a lot of times they're just uh, afraid to express who they are. Mm -hmm. Because of peer pressure, mm -hmm. because of the environment, because of social conditioning, and and to me, uh, I, ca I can tell you in, in this journey of of leaving the the business that I had uh, the last time we talked, the, the restaurant and the event center, to becoming a coach, my biggest wins <clears throat> have always been through connections and and people mm -hmm. that I connected with authentically. Yes, and and what does what does that mean? It means be. It's, it's very simple. It's just connecting with who you truly are mm -hmm. and expressing it without fear. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Once you do that, people see something in you. People see the magic spark, the, the the true essence of who you are, and they connect with it. And that that's how that's how things happen. I think you know, for a lot of people, and for myself included, it's very difficult to find out. Um, and maybe we can dive deeper into this topic of having more clarity about who you are and what you want. Because um, I would go out, you know, put in so much effort to get some goals, right, that I think that I, I thought that I wanted. Mm. And then it's, I, I would ask myself, like, who, you know, are these really my goals, you know, like, um, or am I just following some kind of ad, you know, or am I just working to pay somebody for an expensive car that, you know, that somebody made a very nice ad for. Do, do I really want that, you know? And it's interesting because sometimes it changes, you know. One year you might you might want one thing, one year you might want the other. Um, how do you help your clients get more clarity on who they are, on what they want and what they need to, um, to do to get there? Okay. First of all, you, ha you have to understand that uh, I, I can't remember who said it. Uh, I've I've seen so many so many so many videos so much information, mm -hmm. but the phrase just stuck with me, and is that the phrase is that the brain, our brains are terrible, predicting, what, they think will make us happy. Yeah, terrible. Yeah, terrible. Yeah. That, uh, and it's when I, when I heard that I'm like, wait, our brain is terrible at predicting what will make me happy, and and, and I just gave it some thought and they explained it and it's and, it, and it's true. If you don't di direct your brain and you don't give some thought on what you truly want, your brain will guess and say, okay, what are you focusing on? Are you focusing on your friends that have nice cars and nice incomes? Mm -hmm. So, okay, that will make you happy because you're focused on that. You wish you had that. Yeah, so, interesting. Mm -hmm. So then your brain subconsciously works towards you getting that. So when you write down your goals and you didn't even think about what goals you want, I'm like, okay, I want a nice car. I want a nice income. I want to travel because that's what cool people do. And I want to go to Thailand, go to Dubai, go to New York. And just basically it's your goals on, on, on repeat based on what, what your brain thinks you want. 
So the thing is that you work hard to get it, and once you get it, you're like, wait, is this all there is? Mm-hmm. And 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 you realize it's, it's it's not what you truly wanted. That that happens a lot of times. Most of the times when people start businesses, oh, I want to make it big. I want to be successful. And once they do it, and they start living that dream, they realize it's not at all what they wanted. So this brings us down to the topic of of what do you truly want? And that that is uh, something that I've realized with, with my clients. Most of the people are not clear mm-hmm. on what they truly want. And, and this, this is basically lack of clarity. And it's, it's huge, huge. Because when you talk to people, and they will tell you, no, no, you're, you're wrong. I know exactly what I want. Yeah. They'll tell you, I want a nice car, I want a nice car, I want a family. The basic, the basic truly true stuff. But why? Why do you yeah. want that? Yeah, exactly. You ask them. You ask them the why. I'm like, mm, because that's what I want to be successful. It's and there, there you see a, a lack of clarity in in, in their actions. Mm-hmm. But uh, but uh, let's go. Let's go a step further. When when I have a client, for example, they say, "Listen, I'm not happy. I'm doing this. This is supposed to 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 be good for me, but I'm just not being fulfilled, and I don't know what's going on." It's lack lack of clarity. Yeah, lack of clarity. I th- I feel like they they bought into this fantasy that will be we're being sold. You know, get a nice car, nice family, uh, nice house, and that's that's basically the goal, right? The, the how or, you or, get it. The... Or it could be uh, not have a house, not have a family. It can be any goal. You know, not not everybody's goal is the same. Yeah. But it's 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 just giving thought and just sitting down and and thinking, actually thinking about what do you want. Do you meditate? Yes, yes, I do meditate. Oh yeah, you told me about you do the um, the one that we learned over at Tony Robbins. Uh, yeah, I, event, I, right? I prime. I prime. Mm-hmm. I, I do. Mm-hmm. I do meditations also when I just want to wind down and relax. You know, and, yeah. and it's just uh, I like some guided meditations and everything. I don't do yoga stuff like that, but I do. I do like to meditate and just bring my body down to earth sometimes. Mm-hmm. I love that. You know, I, I can honestly say with, with my hand on my heart that meditation had the most contribution in my life in terms of self-confidence, in terms of um, knowing myself. Because you just get to that state, that, that centeredness, and you get in touch with that. And it's like, oh my God, you know, that's, maybe that's, this is who I am, right? And it's just, yeah. just a di- different level of... of um, living you know you just dive in deeper and from there you know just like i i could act differently and and live my life differently from that space because that was like um i don't know it's very difficult to describe you know it's just like having a reference point absolutely yeah absolutely um i i do an exercise with my clients where, where i just ask them uh it's, it's this booklet I've, I've created uh for myself Mm-hmm. And I, I, every time that I, I mention it to people, they're like, "Oh, can, can I have a copy? Oh, yeah. can I can I have this? Yes." And it's basically I call I call it my exceptional life blueprint. Nice. You know? So 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 what I do there is uh, I take the time to write down my vision for my mm-hmm. life, write down my purpose, my why, write down my mission, my values. Uh, I want I want to write down how I want to feel mm-hmm. every day, what emotions I want to actually feel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's, I call it my code of conduct. And uh, this is not something that I, I invented. That. It's, it's just uh, things that I've picked up from different uh, mentors and just from books that I've read. You know, I've created this, this, this booklet. And the code of conduct is basically where I actually can direct myself 
mm-hmm. on how I want to act and feel mm-hmm. when I talk mm-hmm. to people, mm-hmm. when, how I approach my day. And what I do is I precondition my brain to start thinking that way. Yeah. On, on purpose, on purpose, you know. Um, and it's, it's, it's as simple as when you work, work, wake up one day, I'm like, how do you feel today? Oh, I feel like crap. So it's very likely that your day will feel like crap. Like crap is gonna, yeah, but, exactly. but if you meditate and you, you check out this booklet, you know, you review your goals, you review your mission right before breakfast, you see your code of conduct, and you can decide, today, I want to feel lively. I want to feel joyful. I want to feel productive. I want to feel respectful. You know, and you think about that before the day. It's very likely that during the day you will actually feel and act that way. And that will reflect on the things you do and the interactions with the other people. Mm-hmm. And that will transform into results you want. And it's, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, it's, 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 it's very useful. And especially the, the, the vision part. Just being able to write down what you want for your life. And obviously the vision is not something that I did once. And it's that same vision. I update the vision constantly. Yeah. Constantly. You know, uh, it's not that mm, my goal, you know. I think so, that- I think a lot of people just avoid doing this exercise because I, I'm sure that people who are listening in, they, they know that just by doing this exercise, their mood will change, their lives will change, uh, the way they interact with other people will absolutely change. But the number one reason why I think people don't do it is because it's just such unknown territory. It's such uncharted territory for most uh, people. We're so used to feeling like crap. You know, that's actually the norm. Just go out your house, you know, everybody's just like with their heads uh, in the ground, they're distressed, you know, checking their social media all the time and just having this, this constant anxiety and, and um, nervousness in, in their lives, mm. right? So I think that, you know, because of the environment, we would, we're being, being afraid not to, to lose this kind of connection with other people yeah. who have that kind of lives, right? We avoid doing this positive stuff, you know, and living life differently. What do you what What do you feel we can do in that sense, like um, to keep our to keep connections alive or connect with other people? Yeah, uh, well, on, on what you're talking, I think that uh, a lot of people they're not into personal development; they just don't know and they don't study about this, mm-hmm. so they just have don't don't have information. My guess is that the people that are watching they're into personal development. Okay, they, they're a step further. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that fear plays a, a big part here. You know. In, 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 in taking action and uh, fear, fear of failure and fear of, of you know, just uh, be, taking the initiative. And, and it's, it's, it's also sim- similar also with uh, New, New Year's resolutions mm-hmm. where, where, like Tony Robbins said, a lot of people don't even like make resolutions anymore because they don't want to upset themselves that they're not going to follow through on them. <laughs> so they're like, listen, for, forget that. And, and it's... Um, it has to, yeah, I think it has to do with, with just fear of, fear of taking action. So, so what to do with fear? How do, how, do you, how, do you, how do you fight it or how do you go with it? Well, uh, this, this, I cannot, I don't, I feel like I cannot tell you this. You have to actually experience it in your own self. Mm-hmm. But uh, a basic rule of thumb that I use in my life is every time that I have fear of something, mm-hmm. I have to do it. Yeah. It's, it's my sign. I'm like, this is fearful. Okay, you have to do it. Uh, for for two reasons. First of all, because every time that I've feared something and I've done it, I'm like, "Wow, it wasn't that bad." 
uh, I, I used to be scared of heights and the roller coasters and amusement parks. Uh, actually, I, I'm going to share a story. This, this, is, this is quite funny. When, when I was uh, 14 years old, uh, the school trip was to go to an amusement park. It was in the U.S., Six Flags, one yeah. of the biggest uh, uh, roller coasters in the world, se- six or seven loops. In, and I was I'm not going to go there, you know. And, um, <laughs> I'm not going to jump in the, on the roller coaster. Yeah. Uh, but, but there was this girl that I liked. <laughs> <laughs> yes. and, and she asked me, I'm like, Are you, you want to join me on the roller coaster? I'm like, uh, sure. <laughs> of course. Yeah, of course, you know, uh, I, I couldn't say no, it was, it was not an option. So there's this huge line, 40 minutes to get in to actually, you know, just wait to, to get in. Yeah. And I was scared, Sweating. to be honest, scared shitless. I, I, I prayed to God so much. I'm like, please, please, it's going to be okay. Please, please, it's going to be okay. And she was happy and everything. I'm like, okay, just do it. So basically, I got on the roller coaster. I just closed my eyes. I'm not going to lie to you. I closed my eyes and... I started rolling and everything, and when it was over, I was waiting for the worst part, and the worst part never came, and it was over. And I'm like, whoa, that wasn't that bad. Yeah. I actually enjoyed it, you know, even I had my eyes closed. So then I went again, and again, and again, <laughs> and by the end, I absolutely loved it. You know, yeah. my fear disappeared. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, w- I would have never done that if I didn't have the, the, the incentive of, of, you know, trying to... to to be brave in front of, of, of this girl. <laughs> did you ever tell but, uh, her the story? Like, not at all. You're did... crazy. <laughs> I think, I, I think it's the second time in my life I tell the story. <laughs> uh, or perhaps the first time, you know, uh, publicly. Awesome. And, um, Guys, share some love with John Paul in the comments section. Congratulate him for, for sharing this awesome <laughs> story. I love and, it. Uh, and, you know, it, it was a big lesson. I didn't learn the lesson till years after where I could relate about other things that were fearful, mm-hmm. you know. Speaking in public was really a, a big one for me a couple of years ago. Yeah. And, and I just learned. I'm like, wait, I, I'm seeing a pattern here with fear. So once you have fear, just take action. And uh, a phrase that I, I heard and I love, everything you want in life is at the other side of the fear you're having. Everything. Mm-hmm. What you mm-hmm. have now is what you have. What you want you're probably, uh, it's going to scare you to, to, to go out and get it. Mm-hmm. And everything that you really want in life, everything, it's, it's on the other side of fear. It's on the other side. So, so just go through it. And if you, you go with that mindset, I'm, I'm going to break through walls. You know, I don't care. I don't care. I'm going to do what it takes. And usually, you end up enjoying the experience. <laughs> yeah. Experience, enjoying the experience is way, way better than the, just overcome, even overcoming the fear itself. Dude, like, I, I was terrified of talking to women, right? Because, um, um, you know, I, I had this um, self-image, very weird self-image that, you know, nobody wanted to talk to me. I wasn't interesting and uh, stuff like that. And it came from some other experiences uh, growing up as well, right? So when I moved to Bucharest, there was, like, all these beautiful women that I wanted to talk to but couldn't. Because I was so terrified, like, what are they going to say? Am I going to get stuck, right? And of course I did. I, I got stuck uh, most of the times when I tried uh, doing it, right? And I got some coaching in that sense, right? And it was very funny because the way that uh, this guy was teaching was something like, okay, you see that girl? Go talk to her. And I was like, yeah, but, you know, like, teach me something. Yeah, share something with me, you know, like... 
share some stuff and uh, like, no, no, just go talk. And I was like, look, if you came to my martial arts school and uh, the way you're teaching right now would be something like, you see that guy, go talk to him, sorry, go fight him and then come back and I'll tell you what you did wrong. Right? So it was crazy, you know, it's actually, and, and that didn't really help me. But what I decided one day, I said, you know what, I haven't, I have really had enough. And one day I just like, okay, I'm going to talk to strangers, you know, not just women, because you're not afraid of uh, being ju judged by women. It's also mm -hmm. like people who you perceive as being um, at a, you know, at a higher, um, living life at a higher standard than you or stuff like that. So every day I would just talk to strangers and just give like random compliments and just, you know, ask them questions about the day, how it was. It was like one of the hardest things I had to do in my life, right? And it helped me immensely because now it's just easy to connect with, uh, with new people regardless of their status. So it's very easy for me to do these kinds of, uh, of interviews, right? Without mm. comparing myself to other people's results. So, yeah, that's yeah. What that, that's what you're talking. It's related to the 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 two biggest fears humans have. Mm -hmm. Everybody has them, regardless of who they are. They've always gone through this. Number one, it's fear of not being enough. Mm -hmm. So when you, when you, I'm just relating to what you said. You felt that you were not enough Absolutely. to talk to those women, Absolutely. and as a result of not being enough, you won't be loved. And, and, and those are the two biggest fears that everybody has. Yeah. And I would even say that every uh, fear that you have relates and builds up uh, and brings you down to these two fears, you know, at, at different levels, you know. But basically, uh, I don't, I'm not enough. And it's, it's, if, if you look at it and you really uh, dive in, it's, it's fake beliefs about yourself. Of course yeah. you're enough. Of course you're enough. And um, of course you will be loved, you know. Uh, first of all, you have to think you're enough, first of, and, and feel you're enough, and, and second of all, you have to love yourself. That's if you don't love yourself, you won't find love somewhere else. It's funny. That's we, a whole whole other topic. We take on these beliefs, you know, that are not ours, right? Because like when we were kids, you wanted to be friends with someone. What did you do? Like you just walked up to that that person, that, that kid, and said, "Hey, you want to be friends?" They would say yes or no or some stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. And you just had like a new friend. But then we complicated things in a crazy, crazy manner, right? How do you how do you help your clients change their uh, beliefs? You know, in terms of um, related to not being enough, related to not being loved, because it all comes down to that. Uh, I I have two takes on this. Uh, f the first one is that if you detect you have problems, yeah, problems of confidence, mm -hmm. not being enough. You can always start a, a coaching process, and you can always uh, start your, your not even a coaching process, but your your own personal journey mm -hmm. to to build that. Uh, that's that's what I did with my life. I'm like, wait, uh, I don't feel confident enough in these areas, so let let me learn about confidence. Let me let me see what people um, that are successful talk and what they have to say about confidence, and let let's work it. That mm -hmm. that's one one approach, and and the other the other the other approach, which could be. Depends. I won't say more effective, but it's just to take action. Mm. T -t take action. Don't, don't, don't process and j just commit yourself to taking action. 
what 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 if you will be, get rejected? What if you're gonna try something and and, and it's a disaster? Mm-hmm. The the first time I did a webinar online, the first time yeah. I froze, I froze, and it was live people. It was like 15, 20 people, and I froze directly. I couldn't speak, <laughs> and and I just stood there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I couldn't I couldn't speak. I blanked out completely. So I'm like, wait, guys. Uh, so I just made up the story. I'm like, guys, do, do you hear me? I think I'm having connection problems. And everybody's like, I hear you perfect. Yeah, I see you perfect. Uh, keep on talking and everything. And, and basically what I had to do is I had to like press pause on the live webinar. I had to stand up. I had to like say, okay, listen, this, this is your head playing tricks on you. Mm. And I just stopped. You know, I'm like, wow. Uh, and I said, listen, it's the first time. Don't care. Just be yourself. Just do and take take action. Take action. And I went back and I finished it. It wasn't great. I'm not going to say it was the best. It wasn't great. It was totally crap. I didn't feel good with the end result. Yeah. But at the end, I got the job done, which is I said what I wanted to say and and I did it. So obviously, I worked on, after that webinar, I worked on how not to repeat that and how mm-hmm. to improve. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and I mm-hmm. still get on webinars today and I make mistakes. I don't care. You know, I don't care. Mm-hmm. The goal is not to be perfect. The goal is to, 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 to basically take action and get, get the job done. Sometimes you will do it better. Sometimes you will do it worse. But I will not let that fear and I will not let, let that stop me. Yeah, yeah. It makes a lot of sense, you know. I think we're chasing so much... Um you know, this kind of validation, the yes, the wow, you're great, and stuff like that. But if um, if everyone would just focus more on the no's, because you're always going to get the no, right? And just be happy that somebody said no to you, because it just means that you're making progress. I, I have no idea how to describe it, you know, but... Well, I have the, I have the perfect phrase, because I just read a book that talks exactly about this. Uh-huh. And it says... It's about uh, it's a book about it's called the Prosperous Coach. Okay. It's about getting uh, coaching clients, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and the author says, "The yes lives in the land of the no." Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In order to to get Search yeses, for it. in order to get yeses, you're gonna have to listen to no's also. And and once you accept that and you understand, I'm like, okay, no, okay, no problem, move on, next one, you know, and you will get yeses in 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 the middle. Yesterday, I, I did a, a consultation for, for a possible client, and he said no. Mm-hmm. No no problem. I didn't feel, oh, wow, I didn't do good enough. Uh, he didn't trust. I don't. No. He said, no, okay, it's not for me enough. Let's move on to the next one. Yeah, yeah. You know, I. it's like I, I feel very different talking about it now because if we would have this conversation um, a year ago, it would still have something like, you, you know that feeling when something's grabbing your heart? when uh yeah like grabbing it tight and, and stuff like that um if i would have thought of somebody saying no and rejection and stuff like that now if somebody says no it's for me it's a reason of celebration it's like oh my god you know i did something somebody says no said no i'm making progress it's amazing this person because they said no today they're gonna look back in five years Right, whether it's business or relationships or whatever, in five years they're gonna be like, "My God, I'm so stupid. Why did I say no?" <laughs> well, I don't know. It's, it's that a, kind it, of it, conviction, you know. Yeah, it, it, it depends. And uh, 
as I said before, you, you can if you feel that confidence is, is, is an issue, is a challenge for you, you get some help. Read mm. books about confidence. There's plenty of material. The problem is that well, that's what I tell my clients. You know, it's like listen, information today that, that people think, wow, if I just knew how to do this, yeah. I, knowing information is is, is useless. Mm-hmm. And and uh, a lot of people say it. Information today is free. Yeah. Everything that you possibly want to find out and learn is free. If you have the time and the and the energy just to go and find it, Google it. Yeah. You you can build a boat for free because there's a plans and there's step by steps. You can fuck. There's even there's even guides to to to, to do bombs. You know, just con- I don't know where they are, but you know these don't people. Don't search that for don't those think. guys. Sorry. Don't, don't look for for the bomb plans. No, but you can basically anything that you want to do. You can the information is yeah. out there. Yeah. Anything. Yeah. 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 But the problem is not the lack of information. The problem is the lack of taking action based on the information. I think it's also because it's too much information and we just get overwhelmed because uh, one guy says, you know, follow your dreams. The other guy just says, uh, you know, get, get to work and uh, work hard and you don't really know who to listen to. I think oh, it's... That, that, that. <clears throat> Sorry. Yeah, that, that, that's up to you to, to, to have your own personality and, 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 and your own... Well, there's a, a word in Spanish which is called criterio. Criterio is like uh, being be, be, uh, being able to, to decide by yourself mm-hmm, what's mm-hmm, good for you, mm-hmm. what works, what doesn't. Mm-hmm. And it's just, uh, you know, if you don't even want to bother with deciding, yeah, look for somebody that is performing and having the results you want. Just copy it. Don't even think of it. Just copy. <laughs> yeah. Copy. And, and uh, th- that's, that's it. With my clients uh, and the, the Spanish ones that want to get clients, uh, a lot of them have confidence issues when they sell their services. A lot of them. And I tell them, listen, this, this is two options. I just told them. The easiest way is just to follow the steps. You know, just listen. Trust the process. Follow mm-hmm. the steps. And we will get you to get your first client fast. Because that's the best proof. Because if you can get one client, you can get two clients. If you can get two clients, you can get four. If you can get four, you can get ten. If you can get ten clients, you can live off coaching. And and forget about the confidence. Just take action. That's that's one approach. Mm-hmm. Some people are so scared, and the lack of confidence and fear is so big, they they, they can't. It's like they're chained to their past and their the whole story about you know I'm not good enough and I will be rejected. Get some help. Hey, you know. Yeah, you know, and just to make a, a quick parallel with the uh, martial arts. I'm sure there are like martial arts teachers who are listening in and saying, confidence, I, I'm confident, I teach martial arts, what are you talking about? And uh, what I would add is like, you know, I taught martial arts uh, also when uh, I was afraid to speak to women or speak to investors or speak to high-level business people to learn uh, more, right? So it's not about, you can be super confident in one area of your life and uh, actually lack confidence in um, other areas because your beliefs are, you know what, I don't deserve it, I can't do it. And a parallel will be, for example, let's say that you do very, very good drills in, um, in your um, school, in your martial arts school, right? You do the drills, you're very good at doing the exercises, you're doing very good at doing the form. However, you don't believe that uh, you could apply all this information because you're afraid to get hit. You're afraid to hit people. That was a big one for me, right? I was, I was, too, I was more afraid to hit someone than to actually take a punch. I don't know, it's, it's crazy, crazy. But you get over that by just doing sparring and um, 
testing things uh, testing things out, right? Um, if you don't work on yourself internally, if you don't spend time meditating and writing down your beliefs, just like John Paul was saying, writing down your, your vision, it's going to be very difficult to apply the information that you learn in your school because your, your internal will determine your external. So by meditating and visualizing yourself, um, you know, performing at the highest level with your martial arts and uh, in your life, things are going to change in a much rapid pace, right? Do you have cases of people where you give them all the tools, they start getting some results, but then they stop because um, they feel that, you know, they, they're getting they're making too much progress than what they can take. Um, that, was, that was for you, Jean-Paul. Say that again, sorry. It's I like, didn't catch that as a question. Do you have uh, clients um, who uh, start getting some results, but then they just stop because they can't handle, you know, yes, more success and uh, yeah. know, more progress? Uh, uh, absolutely. I have, I have, it happens, you know. I, have, I had this one client. Uh, she started, uh, she followed the steps, she she sent me a message. Listen, this is amazing. Uh, I already have uh, ten ten sessions to do, and I have I can get clients. Uh, it's working. Your, your your stuff works. I'm super happy. And she disappeared. Mm -hmm. So so I sent her a message. Listen, what happened with those ten potential clients you could get and everything? Mm -hmm. Oh, uh, I was busy. I got sick. Uh, I had to postpone them. And yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll catch up, but uh, I love your work. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's, uh, <laughs> yeah. And, and okay, well, another week goes by. And this, this was right in December, uh, yeah, yeah, last yeah. month, you know, uh, New Year's and, and new resolutions and new start in 2018 and new energy and everything. And uh, it was something that I was talking about in my group. Listen, you want to crush it in 2018 with your coaching, let's start doing the work now. Mm -hmm. And basically... She, she, she disappeared until uh, we had one coaching session come up and, and she wouldn't uh, reply to me or anything. I'm like, listen, uh, we have this coaching session. And she's like, listen, to, to be honest, I'm just a bit overwhelmed with, with, with the whole situation. I don't have energy. Uh, I've fallen sick. Uh, I just need to focus on one step at a time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm like, okay, don't worry. I'll, I'll help you through this. You know, uh, let's talk. So the, the coaching session came up that day. And like an hour before, she canceled on me. She's like, listen, I'm busy. Something came up. Perfect. So I'm like, okay, just leave her. Let her, let her be. She needs her own time. And she wrote me uh, like three days ago saying, listen, the New Year's has just been too overwhelming. It's like she's, it's nothing to do with your course. I love the course. The course works. It's just me that I just need to like lower my energy level and do what's absolutely um indispensable which is absolutely necessary just to keep on moving right and to me obviously i'm a coach so just listening to that i'm like doesn't doesn't sound right but hey it's her process and it's her challenges and 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 people are are, are just fear fear of failure is big would this but get, i would i was would this get you angry like when you hear people's excuses no 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 not a, mm. what, what, no, no no not angry at all uh uh I feel a, a compassion mm -hmm. because because she, she's obviously she's suffering. She she's not having a good time. Yeah. she's just she's too overwhelmed and, and scared. She doesn't express it that way. She's like, listen, I'm overwhelmed. I'm scared. This is happening. She just manifested through life is going on. I have too many things coming up. I'm too busy. I don't have energy. But but you, you can you can see the the process clearly. 
and it's um obviously you you, you can't push people f past what the, their their level is you know obviously yeah. everybody has their own uh, moments and time and, and pace but but obviously from the outside you, you can see what's happening you know on the other hand you see other people that go through and take action and get their results and get their one client they get two clients and like listen uh, this is amazing. I want more. So okay, we we, we give them more. Um, we yeah. talk about the next step on how to you grow your business, manage your finance. Yeah, exactly. Things things like that. But a lot of people just don't. They're just scared. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. scared. Scared. It used to get me very angry uh, before. You know, when just hearing people's excuses. Oh, I can't come to class because uh, you know my cat got sick and uh, stuff like that. But then I, I would I wouldn't feel angry because because. You also have to understand that, the, that it's it's real real emotions they're going through, and it's it's real, it's, it's suffering. You know, it's uh, any anything that is not a, a growth and, and 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 a happy like Tony Robbins says, anything that is not a, a beautiful state, mm -hmm. which you just feel good and everything, it's a suffering state. Mm -hmm. So so I can't go because my car got sick. Yeah, that's you can call it an excuse. But they're actually suffering, mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. because they're feeling something inside that they won't allow them to take action. Yeah. So, so, so it's it's it's. I, I would I would get angry if somebody would say no, it's not angry, you know. But I would get disappointed if somebody would say, "Listen, I want results. I'm willing to do anything to get the results. I need your help. If I if I if you catch some BS uh, story, I'm telling you, please tell me." Right. So I'm like, okay, listen, this is this is a BS story, and you told me to tell you, and 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 I'm catching, and they keep on doing it and doing it, and the, but I want results. Um, I had this one case of, of of this person told he told me, listen, I want to be on your course. I want to be your best student. I want to be the best example of success. I'm like, okay, let, that's great. I'm, I'm that's amazing. Let's start. And he he bought the course, and he hasn't even like signed up for the first like welcome. No, no, not even lesson. It's the welcome message to the course. Right, right, right. So, so I asked him, listen, what, what happened to, to this? Doesn't even reply. So, so I'm not angry at him, but I'm like, okay, why? It's just my question. Why do you say you want to, to be the best and everything and then not, not take like one simple, tiny, weeny step of action? So, so it's, it's, you're not being congruent, you know? By the way, so what, keep, what keeps you congruent? Like, um, yeah, I absolutely get what you're saying, and it's true. Sometimes you just like you, you get that emotion that you want to, like, just like New Year's resolution, right? Yeah. But what do you do to keep yourself congruent and uh, accountable for what you're doing? Okay, uh, so it's a very good question. Uh, first of all, you have to have clear goals on what you want. You you cannot be congruent if you don't know where you're heading. Because what are you going to be congruent with if you mm -hmm. don't have it? This is a metaphor that I love. Is Imagine you're a ship, a, a big cargo ship in the ocean. Uh, and you leave port and your goal is to reach another port, which is in the other side of the Atlantic, for example. You have a goal. So obviously, if you don't take action and you just go out from port without a map, without mm -hmm. a radar, without instruments, where are you going to end up? If you're not careful, you might even go down, go out in circles. So, so to be congruent, the first thing you have to know, which is talking about clarity and talking about vision, what we started at the beginning, is know your end goal, know what mm, you want. I like that. Mm -hmm. So, so once you know what you want, 
it's very easy to check if you're keeping on track or not. But if you don't know what you want, obviously you cannot be congruent if you don't know what you want. Because congruence compared to what, or based on what. So, so then the, the process of, 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 of uh, sailing the ship, or how you don't say driving the ship, uh, but taking the ship to the port, it's basically keeping on track. So obviously you will go off, off course. You always, it's life happens, you know. Yeah. Uh, I have right now, my, my daughter's in school, it's her first week of school, and I can get a phone call in any second and say, listen, she, she's crying too much, she's not coping, come pick her up. So I have to like stop my day uh, and stop my thing. I will get off track. And most of the time, my, my, my experience has been that most of the time, you will be off track most mm -hmm. of your life, off mm -hmm. track. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's okay. It's, it's okay. The, the key is not to be always right on track because that's perfection. You know, it's, it's basically impossible. It's impossible to hold yourself to that standard. The key is once you go off track, to go back on track really fast. That's, that's the key to, get re to getting results. And that's the key to what you say, be, being congruent. Being able to, to distinguish that you went off course. I'm like, wait, wait, I'm slacking off here. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing the exercise I should. Get back on track. So, so it's, you always, it's getting off track. You can consider it a failure. So you're constantly failing. That's fine. But it's how, it's, it's how Rocky says, you know, it's not the times, uh, the, the times that you get down or counts. It's the, it's the times that you get yeah. down and you get back up again. Mm, I love that. I love that. Do you write your goals down every day? No, I don't. And I, I, I think it's something that I should. Uh, it's something that uh, I, I would like to do and I've read it and everything. And this is just me being off track and not being congruent with what, what I say. Mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, I, sh I, I should and I, I, it's something that I, I'm looking forward to. Something really weird happens when uh, when you write down your goals every day, like in the morning, like the same goals. They actually happen. Yeah, uh, I, I'll tell I'll tell you I'll tell you my, my experience. I don't write them every day. I do write them down, mm -hmm. and the ones that I write, I do review. Yeah. But I I know the power of actually physically uh, writing things down on paper. Uh, yeah. Typing on computer is not as powerful, but the actually uh, the actual act of physically writing down the goals is you're wiring your brain to process what you're writing you know and that on a subconscious level allows it to take action faster so that, that's one uh, advantage mm. but i'll tell you a lot of times i would say not hundreds yeah but a lot of times i write down goals i just write a list of goals okay what do you want because you know i want clarity i want this i want this i want to go to tra travel to this place i want to do this course I want to make this amount of money, and I just put it on a piece of paper. And to be honest, a lot of times I just forgot it. Yeah, I left it there on my notebook. And six months, one year, two years later, I'm going through my reviews. I'm oh goals. I see the date. I'm like, how many things from the list happened? Have ha happened, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. I didn't even think of them. But mm -hmm. on a subconscious level, they just, just happened, happened because I conditioned myself by writing them down. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So imagine if that works. Uh, after six months, imagine the power of doing it every day. Every day. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, I personally write them down on my computer because I have like uh, sheets for every single day. It's because sometimes like the days just gets crazy, and I write down my thoughts as well. I feel like the important thing is the emotion that you're feeling, like the certainty, the excitement of achieving that goal, right? So, yeah, that that's just for me, right? 
if, uh, if you guys that are listening and you want to write it down, great. Test it out. Test out and see which one uh, works best for you. Awesome. Um, yeah, Jean-Paul, um, what would you say, like, what would be like one piece of um, wisdom that you'd like to share with everyone? Whoa, well, one piece I, I could... <laughs> Just one, only one. If, if I would say one is... Uh, I, would, I would say um, be clear on the vision that you want for your life. And, and uh, it's, it's, inter it's interesting because uh, I've discovered new things as, as time goes on. I keep on learning and, and studying. So I, before, I used to believe that in order to make things happen, you, have, you had to have every single detail down. And a lot of people teach this. Mm -hmm. the, more detail, uh, you, uh, you, the more detailed your vision is, down to the like every detail and imagine everything perfectly how you want it to happen. Yes. And then you review it, and the more vividly you can see that, the better it will be in order to achieve it. But I'm going to have to start disagreeing with that. Mm -hmm. Why? Because uh, I've heard a, a lot of influential people say it, and it got me thinking. And then I applied my own successes in the past, and I did not achieve the, the biggest successes in my life. I did not achieve through writing every single detail down on how I would achieve it. So what is, what is the, the better way? That's the, the thing that I'm looking. You have to have an end goal. That's, that's uh, non-negotiable. Mm -hmm. You have to know where you want to end up. How you're going to get there, who knows how you're going to get there. Yeah. And it's not, it's not reasonable to, to, to write every, say, listen, I'm going to do this, I'm going to build a company, I'm going to hire five employees on the first month, I'm going to hire... 10 employees on the, se on, the, on the second month, who knows if you need yeah, 5, yeah, 10. Yeah, yeah, are, are, yeah. are you a genius? Are you going to predict the future and say this is, is going to happen exactly like this? No, because things, cha things change by the second, by the minute. How, how you would do it is what's the next thing I need to do now that will take me to that goal? goal. Mm -hmm. Step by step. Step by step. Mm. Uh, I've heard coaches talk about phases of, 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 of life or phases of goal achievement. Mm -hmm. So once you have your goal, let's say I want to build a business. Let's just make it up. I want to build a coaching business and make $1 million in 2018. Right. The question I, ha I have to ask myself now is with that goal in mind, with that vision, what step I need to take now in Get order closer. to reach that goal? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So maybe I need to spend three months um, building a team. Uh, maybe I need to spend three months building a following of an audience. That what's the next goal? And once you get that goal, what's the next one? And you build on on your success until you reach that. It's totally different from writing uh, everything in detail. Yeah. And this was confirmed to me. I saw an interview. Uh, Oprah was interviewed uh, at the beginning of January, and. I, I think it was in the Stephen Colbert uh, late night show. Okay, mm -hmm. and and uh, Steve, this guy asked her, Copra, uh, listen, what what are your new New Year's resolutions?" Uh, and she's like, "You know what? I don't uh, I don't do resolutions anymore." And the reason she said she didn't do resolutions was because um, things change so fast. Basically, mm -hmm. this is what she said that she has no idea. 
what, what she needs to do in order to achieve it. Mm -hmm. So what she does is she sets the intention, mm. not the New Year's, she just sets the intention, she focuses on the next thing to do, yeah. and eventually things happen. So resolutions are not necessary. I'm mm -hmm. like, okay, that, that makes sense. So, so yeah, that does make a lot of sense because the how changes, right? But if your if your why is good enough, right, like and strong enough, the how doesn't really matter. You're gonna get there one way or or the other. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. Uh, Jean Paul, thank you so much for uh, your time. It's always a pleasure talking. Thank, thank you. Thank you for the opportunity. You know, it's it's a pleasure. I have a lot of fun talking about these things. So, so talking to you is is amazing. Likewise, likewise. What would be like one question that you'd like to ask everyone uh, listening in or watching this uh, this interview? Well, one question talking uh, relating to the topic is: uh, Have you thought what your vision is? Do you have a vision for your life? And if you don't have one, what are you waiting for to, yeah. to start writing? Awesome. To do this, do the, do this. Have fun. This is your life, guys. You know, it's it's not a oh my vision. What the fuck is my vision? No, take your time. Prepare a cup of coffee, whatever, a cup of tea, some, some water. Put some nice music on the background. Enjoy the time of writing your vision down. Mm -hmm. Or perhaps, I don't know, in, in, in Bucharest now, with a, it's probably freezing outside. Uh, go out, outside in the nature and do, go somewhere nice where you enjoy and you take time to focus on yourself. And you write that and start dreaming. It's your life. This is where you put your dreams down on paper to make them happen. Yeah. So if you haven't done that, Take care of yourself. Take take care of give yourself some love and start taking care of yourself. You know, do these things. You know, and then take action. If if you go outside right now in uh, Bucharest, your vision will be to go back inside the house. <laughs> okay, so that, that's fine. Go find 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 a place where they have a like nice fire and the woods, and some music in the background. Go, I don't know. Go to to some hotel lobby where I they think, have this. I think I think I think we should all come to your place because you're, you. I love your chair, by the way, and it looks like, like such a warm place. I think everyone listening should should come to your place, and we should all write down our <laughs> visions. <laughs> have fun. Yeah, 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 absolutely. I'm in Madrid, so you want to come down? You're welcome. <laughs> okay, guys. Uh, uh, write down your um, vision in the comment section. We'd love to read it. I'll I will reply to your comments, and uh, connect with Jean Paul. Uh, follow his stuff. He's doing an amazing job for uh, for coaches. And if you want more advice, or maybe uh, Jean Paul can share the contents, like you know the things that he writes down every day in his booklet. Uh, just connect with him, send him a message, and uh, I'm sure he'll be more than happy to give you a hand. Awesome. Thanks so much for uh, tuning in. Jean-Paul, again, thank you for your time, and I'll see everyone next time. See you. Thanks, Bogdan. Okay, guys, thank you so much for listening in. I hope this was super valuable for you. And if you want to have unstoppable self-confidence without seeming arrogant, there's a link in the description where you can download the free report. And if you want me to personally help you with your martial arts training so that you get more speed, power, precision, stability, and have a deeper understanding of your body, you go ahead and you check the link for our online academy, which you will find, of course, in the description. And please go ahead and give us a rating on iTunes. It does help and it is very much appreciated. I'll see you next time.